as teachers, we absolutely don't need one more thing. We don't need another new initiative. We don't need another new textbook series. We don't need another new program or incentive or curriculum. We don't need more things. We need the thing. At this point in the school year, at this point in our educational lives, oftentimes we feel like so much is thrown at us and we are just looking for the one thing that has the power to change everything. And I think that is social and emotional learning. That is SEL. The problem is SEL has turned into so many things. It's almost turned into this frustrating cliche thing. And in this episode, what I want to do is refocus. I want us to recenter on what SEL is, what SEL isn't, and then what we can do to make this some of the most powerful learning time in our classrooms, even if you don't have dedicated SEL block in your schedule. I really think that by the end of this episode, you'll be excited to dive into those lessons because they won't feel like one more thing that you have to plan. It'll actually be one thing that you're excited to implement in your own classroom. I don't know if I've been this excited about an episode in a while, so let's get rolling. There is awesome in every single school day. the big question. How can teachers like us who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities? Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question, and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta, and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast, This Teacher Life. As many of you know, for the past few years, my full-time job in my classroom is teaching social and emotional learning. For the first 10 years, actually 11 years of my career, I was exclusively a science teacher, but also would teach one morning class or one class period of what would be a traditional advisory at the middle school level. Well, my dream was that if if we could kind of recenter and refocus on the fact that SEL is not a time block. SEL is not one more thing. It's It should be the equivalent of math. It should be the equivalent of English. It should be the equivalent of the arts. Like kids need this every single day. The problem is not every teacher loves teaching it. Not every teacher feels like an expert in it. Not every teacher wants to teach it. And here I was being like, I do. I want to. I'm into this. I see the value in it. And so uh, a few years ago, 
found a school district who wanted SEL time. They wanted a block. They were open to this idea. And now we're finding this all over the place. Two years ago, this was kind of a unique idea. After the COVID hit, many, many, many school districts are hiring a teacher to be the exclusive SEL teacher. But that's not what this episode is about. Because I know that you might be thinking, I want to do that. But that's not going to happen. Or there's no way that my school district would go for that. Which leaves you as a classroom teacher teaching SEL. Which is exactly what I did for my first 11 years. Yes, I was supposed to be teaching 7th grade science or 8th grade science or high school science. But I was constantly finding ways to incorporate or to chisel out time for SEL. And throughout that experience, what I didn't even realize I was building was a curriculum. Because what happened was my school district would say, hey, we subscribed to this video series that you can use during advisory or morning meeting or SEL time. And I'd be like, sweet, I'm pumped. I want to dive into it. And then I would start looking at these lessons and I'd start watching these videos and I would be like, what? I don't know if I'm going to show that to my students because this acting is terrible. This is not realistic. My kids will laugh and make fun of this if I try this lesson as illustrated in these lesson plans that my school district probably paid tens of thousands of dollars for. And we tried lots of different curriculums. So if you are saying like, I literally don't know what to do with my SEL time block because what my school provides or what my school suggests, due to lack of a better term, it sucks. And it also sucks the life out of students and you. And I get that because I felt that, which left me thinking I want better for my students. So... While I was teaching science and planning for science lessons, I also spent like 10 to 11 years coming up with innovative, engaging, real life, thought-provoking, really dynamic discussions that would work well in an SEL classroom during a morning meeting or integrated into my science class. And what I found was my students were responding so much better to that than what we were buying from curriculum companies. My students were excited and open and engaged more when I was coming up with these kind of quirky, innovative ideas that involved boxes of chocolates or hypothetical canoe trips or these YouTube videos that I would find and be like, how can I use that to my advantage? It was working. And my students were seeing massive social and emotional learning growth. And I thought, man, this is, this is justifying why I personally spend time creating this because we were seeing the roots of the relationships being built. We were seeing kids coping better. We were seeing kids connecting better. We were seeing a massive increase in classroom camaraderie. All of those things that we absolutely hope for as teachers to create not just excellent mathematicians, not just dynamic scientists. We truly want to raise kids who are life ready, college ready, career ready. Isn't that the overarching goal of a school is to, yes, get them proficient in all of these subject areas, but also to get them life ready. And so I just found myself very, very, 
like motivated, truly motivated as a teacher to create something better for my students. And then when I got the position to teach SEL as a class, my students have a 50-minute SEL class every single day, grades 6 through 12th grade. My high school students can choose advisory. We call it self-management class as an elective, but it's required for all 6th, 7th, and 8th graders. And when I was in this position, I was like, oh, this is going to be amazing. But then I was like, holy shit, um, I'm in this position and I'm excited about it, but now I'm writing curriculum for me to use exclusively for this class. And while I kind of had that holy shit moment, I was also, again, finding myself motivated to create something that would work for my students, that was real life, that wasn't going to cost the district a ton of money because we've all been there. We've gone to our 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 principals or our superintendents and we said, hey, I did this research and I found this curriculum. The subscription is six grand. Or, hey, I found this workbook and it's not great, but I could use a lot of it. But each workbook is 50 bucks. And right. So we go and we do the research because we're passionate about it. But then we find ourselves flopping. And at the end of the day, the reality is that SEL, it's not just a class. It's not about some sort of curriculum. It's about sitting down and doing life with kids in a real and raw, authentic way. But what I found and what I'm sure you found is sometimes we just need a tool or a guide to get us there. Our job is already hard enough. And when we say, hey, you have to do a morning meeting two times a week or, hey, no, we're going to actually put an entire advisory on you and we're going to give you an advisory for 20 minutes, five days a week or we're going to create this new class. We get pumped and then we have panic. We're pumped because we're excited about it. We're panicked because that means we have to plan for it. But I went in and I tackled it. And what I started to realize was, By the end of it, I had 180 days worth of SEL content that was working for kids. And I heard my kids over and over and over say, man, this this Monday motivation lesson was awesome. This Fun Times Friday lesson was awesome. This Would You Rather remix that we did on Wednesday was awesome. And they kept using that word awesome. And I couldn't figure out if it was because They use that word a lot or I use that word a lot, but they kept saying awesome. And I'd written a book called 180 Days of Awesome, which is all about celebrating every single day of education from a teacher's perspective. But by the end of that first year teaching exclusively SEL as a class in my school district, what I realized was, man, we've got 180 days of awesome SEL. That's what has been built by trying these things with kids, by experimenting, by engaging, by getting their opinions, by doing life together for an entire school year. 180 days of awesome SEL had been built. And that was never my intention. That was never my goal. But I had this moment of would this benefit other teachers? 
And what I started to hear was, Monica, like, what do you do every single day during SEL? Like, I can't imagine having enough ideas, having enough resources where that could be an entire class. They're like, I don't have time for one more thing. I would love to go to my principal and say, hey, can we get more time for SEL? But I don't want one more thing on my plate, which I totally got. And after hearing that so many times and hearing that from the school districts that I would consult in or after hearing that from principals when I would work with them and we would chisel out that SEL time and you're like, okay, we've got it in our, our calendar. We've got it in our bell schedule. Now, Monica, what are we supposed to do at that time? I quickly realized like, I want to share this resource with people. I want every single teacher who wants a morning meeting, who wants an advisory, who wants an SEL time to experience 180 days of awesome SEL. Whether they're doing that with resources that I've created or they're doing that on their own, like every teacher deserves that. Every student deserves that kind of time. Every school district deserves that opportunity because we are all playing the same game. And that game, like I said earlier, is for when kids move on from elementary to middle or middle to high school or high school to graduation, when kids walk out of our schools for the final time that yes, they know math. Yes, they know English. They know how to read. They know how to write. They know how to create in music or the arts. They know how to take care of their bodies and health and PE, but they also know how to manage their lives and manage their emotions and manage their relationships because they have been equipped with the skills to do that. But if we don't teach them the skills, if we don't engage in that kind of dialogue and conver- conversations and, and debates and, and all of these things, then are we really preparing them? So I made the decision to take what I had created, those 180 days worth of lessons, and, and bundle it into what is now called 180 Days of Awesome SEL. And I want to kind of explain the structure to you. So what I did was, I think kids and teachers operate very well when it's a bit of a predictable pattern. But at the same time, we disrupt that predictable pattern by having a diverse um, toolbox of, of activities. So the way that it works in, in what I do in my SEL classroom, which I've actually never talked about exclusively in an episode, is on Monday, in my head, this is like, this is the day to get our heads on straight. This is our day to look ahead for five days are in this week, most weeks in schools, right? How can we get off to a motivational start? How can we get our head on straight, get the right mindset so we are prepared and equipped to crush it in every single class? So on Monday, one of my favorite things to do is call it Motivation Monday. And I went and I found like literally, shit, I don't know, 36 epic YouTube videos that are aligned to real life things that kids experience that kids need to see and hear. And I found those and I spent, God, hours on YouTube trying to curate this amazing list of YouTube videos that would then create a bunch of conversation that would apply directly to the lives of kids in, you know, 2021 and 2022 and 2023, like things that were really, truly impacting them. And then I wrote down conversations and I found coordinating quotes and basically built this library of on Monday, this is going to help kids. 
have a fresh perspective for the week. And I love these videos so much. Every time I show a video, the kids, you know, they're on the YouTube all the time. Kids are on YouTube all the freaking time. And when I say it's Monday and we're watching a video at the start of the year, they're like, oh, I've probably seen it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I see all the YouTube. I spend so much time on YouTube. And it's crazy because as I hit play, they, they get very quiet. They get very quiet because they haven't seen it. In fact, the kids are like, oh, I don't think I've seen this. Oh, I've never heard of this. And they're immediately intrigued because I'm not finding the stuff that they're probably watching. I did some massive digging in order to cultivate the digging of relationships with kids. So that's kind of what my Monday looks like. It's just epic YouTube content that they have never seen before, that they probably wouldn't have come across. And I cultivated conversations and engage in reflection based off of these videos. On Tuesday, I like to do a few different things. Sometimes it's Tune In Tuesday, where we listen to a song that has really powerful lyrics. Sometimes those songs are oldies. Sometimes they are Disney songs that they might have not ever considered from an SEL perspective. Sometimes they're new songs, but Tune In Tuesday is taking something that kids already love, music, and leveraging that for learning. I think music is a really powerful tool, and so I love using it in an SEL world. Sometimes it's not tune in Tuesday because I said I think predictable patterns are great. But then sometimes we have to disrupt that predictable pattern in just a slightly different way so it doesn't get stale. We don't want our kids getting bored and we don't want to get bored. So Tuesday is kind of either tune in Tuesday or take a look Tuesday where I found some really interesting images and I have created conversations or reflections or drawing activities. A lot of different things that we can do with these pictures. And I've set that up for my students. Where they're taking a look at a picture. And they're seeing it from a different lens. And then we're asking like, what does that mean to you? What is this picture trying to portray? What kind of emotions do you see from looking at this photo? Tons of great SEL from both pictures, what we see, and music, what we hear. Wednesday, oh God, love Wednesday. Because I love Would You Rather. And I think a lot of kids like Would You Rather. In fact, you as a teacher have probably used Would You Rather in your classroom before. But what I did was I took the concept of Would You Rather and I remix. Yeah. I feel like all the rappers do that. They've got like a bell like remix. That's what I did. It got it got a little crazy there for a second. I apologize. But I took Would You Rather and I remixed it. In order to not just say, would you rather eat four boogers or eat four fingernails? First of all, I would choose fingernails. No, I take that back. I would choose boogers. The thought of a fingernail going down my esophagus creeps me out. Some of you are creeped out by this. But right, 
if you think about this from a student's perspective, they're going to get fired up by this. So the whole point of would you rather is to get kids talking. So I took the concept of would you rather and I said, no, we're going to like strategize. We're going to have teamwork. We're going to have strategy. We're going to have reflection. We're going to get first instincts and then we're going to dive a little bit deeper. And the way that it's structured is just insane. I think my students would argue that this is one of their favorite days of the week. People who have used my 180 days of awesome SEL curriculum. It's funny because they'll email me and be like, man, we nailed another Would You Rather Wednesday. They're like, it's my students' favorite day. Because I think it's linked to something that kids already like. But we're showing them that this can have value. This isn't just a game. I love that kids see it as a game. Because when kids see something as a game or a toy, we can use it as a tool, as a teacher. So the remix has been really fun and really dynamic. Now, when we get to Thursday, one thing that I love to do on a Thursday is called a throwback Thursday. Throwback Thursday is taking something that maybe was cool when you were a kid or I was a kid, something that was very popular, something that was trending, and to show how that has changed. I think for SEL for students, it's hard because we don't get what kids are going through. They don't get what we went through. We don't understand their culture. They might not understand our culture. So Throwback Thursday is this really cool way to say, hey, here's what's cool when I was a kid. What's the comparison? Hey, this was really interesting when I was a kid. Here's what I played. Here's what I ate. Here's what I did. Here's what I used. What would be today's equivalent? And it's really neat to see how even though I'm 35 and they're 12 or you're 50 and they're 8, how much common ground we can find. And that's a really important component of SEL is saying like, yeah, we're different ages. We have different interests. We have different likes. We have different skills. We've lived different lives. But how can we come together as humans and build a relationship based off of things in the past and things that are coming in the future? I love a throwback Thursday because I think it just adds this whole other level of SEL that quite frankly, most SEL curriculums are missing. This is not even addressed. And I think oftentimes we're like, man, that kid has a wall up. You know why they have a wall up? Because they don't think we get them. How do you get a wall to come down? You don't. You build a bridge over the freaking wall and you march on over it. Oh, shit. Put it on a teacher t-shirt. That was a good statement because it's true. You know it's true. So that's one of my favorite things to do on a Thursday. Sometimes on a Thursday, I also like to mix it up by doing a thankful Thursday. I'm big on gratitude. I'm big on service learning. I'm big on helping others who might be different from you. So it's taking a step back and saying, hey, we threw down. And last Thursday, we talked about something that was cool when I was in seventh grade. But what are we thankful for in this time and space? Is it somebody? Is it something? Is it some sort of goal? And I have found that that gratitude, that reflection, just that focus on thankfulness, especially towards the end of the week, can be a very powerful learning tool and conversation tool. And that brings us to Friday. 
Woo! I call it Friday fun times for families who've earned it because the reality is, yes, SEL is absolutely one of those things that should be required. But I think we can also incentivize SEL if we're strategic about it. So I like to call Friday, Friday fun times for families who've earned it because truly if we've done an incredible job during the entire week, I do think that there should be some sort of level or vibe that feels different on Friday. And so Friday is just this way to celebrate an awesome week. It's called 180 Days of Awesome. So let's celebrate every single day of the year, but maybe even particularly on Friday because we were motivated on Monday. We did hear this incredible song on Tuesday. We Would You Rather remixed really well on Wednesday. We were super thankful on Thursday. Now let's celebrate Friday with some fun times. And on this, oh, there's so many good varieties. Sometimes it's some sort of game or competition that I have totally outlined and structured. It's a remix of Pictionary. It's a remix of charades. It's some sort of dancing activity. And I know some of you are like, oh God, I don't dance. Yeah, I know. And I know that you think your students won't dance either. But I am telling you what. We can get kids dancing when you are building the culture and the climate and the camaraderie from doing all the other days. Kids will come out of their shells in ways that you never expected. Hell, you'll come out of your shell in a way that you've never expected. It's so fun to have teachers email me and be like, Monica, this SEL curriculum is helping my students, but it's also helping me. Like I feel like I'm getting my groove back as a teacher. And I love that because every single one of us deserves to have fun and enjoy what we're teaching and enjoy what we're learning. So Friday Fun Times is just this way to kind of celebrate humanity, celebrate the relationships and all of the great work that has happened so far. And I think one of the things that I love about it now that it's done and teachers love about it is it's all prepped for you. Like all of this is already outlined. And so like I've, I've built the curriculum for myself and I can access these files. I've got the links embedded into the videos and I can just... I can just do what we do best. I get to do what I do best. You get to do what you do best. We get to teach kids and reach kids by using this. And I was kind of hesitant to even do an episode about this in fear that it feels like a plug, like I'm trying to sell you something because it's just it's just not who I am. Like I don't want to be that salesy person. But at the same time, I kind of had to just take a step back and say, but Monica, if teachers don't know about this and they're looking for structure and they're looking for something to kind of revolutionize SEL because it's not a worksheet. I'm not selling you freaking worksheets. That's not what this is. I'm not selling a curriculum. That's not what it is. I'm selling you the opportunity to just dive in with kids and do life with them without you having to prep. You get to make it your own. I've just taken the hard part and the guesswork out of you, out of it for you, because I think we as teachers deserve that. I don't want my school district spending $10,000 on a piece of junk curriculum that teachers fake use. And you know what I mean. You've fake used curriculum before. You know you have. I've done it too. I didn't want that. I wanted something just insanely authentic. So I decided to take it all and package it and I literally sell it for $97 per teacher. 
Like it's $97 per subscription for a teacher. And that's awesome. And it's dynamic. And it's changing kids. And it's changing culture. And it's changing the way that we build relationships with students on a social and emotional learning level. So when I originally got the job to teach SEL exclusively, did I know that in the process I'd be building curriculum? Not really. Did I know in the process I would be organizing it and synthesizing it for myself to use from year to year to year? No, but I'm glad I have it now. Did I know that eventually I would prepare it and package it for fellow teacher use? No, but I'm glad that so many teachers are finding that it's making an impact. So I thought it was worth an episode because I know at this point in the year we're tired and we're saying this isn't working anymore. It wasn't even working in the first place and I'm just over it. You might be in a place and this is, this is a true transparent moment where you skip over SEL time. You accidentally have math block run longer or you have maybe a little free time where kids can be on cell phones and doing the TikTok thing because you have no idea what to do in the SEL lessons that you were supposed to teach just didn't work and you're over it and kids are over it and I don't blame you for that. I think one of the greatest gifts we can give each other is when something works we share it with each other. And so that's what I wanted to do. I just wanted to share the concept of 180 days of awesome SEL with you. I wanted to plant that seed. If it's something that you're looking for, if it's something that you're seeking, if it's something that you want more of for your own school, there it is. It's available to you. You can actually go to monicajensa.com slash 180SEL. That's Monica, G-E-N-T-A dot com slash 180SEL. And that's where you can get your individual subscription. I've also started doing school licenses. If you're like, man, we got 20 teachers in our building who want to use it or we want to get it for the home district, I absolutely would love to get you a bulk individual discount and help you guys out in whatever way I can. As an SEL teacher, I understand that I'm in a unique position to help teachers. There are math teachers out there who have, have like the ability to have the school district say we spent a hundred thousand dollars on math curriculum here's the workbook here's the book and you're like sweet we're not living really in a world where there are sel teachers who are saying hey i made this based off of teacher needs companies are making it psychologists are making it and that's lovely and i support these people but i think when it's from a teacher by a teacher and it's being used by a teacher every day I think that's the kind of stuff that I have found the most success with success with in my classroom so perhaps you will find it to do the same in your classroom you can find a direct link to this curriculum in the show notes uh, also if you've got questions about it don't hesitate to shoot me an email monica at monicagenta.com Again, that's monicagenta.com slash 180SEL. That link's in the show notes. I cannot wait to hear what questions you have so I can answer those to create success in your classroom too. So let me end with this. Social and emotional learning isn't, quote, one more thing. I 100% believe that SEL is the thing that can change everything for the relationships in your room, 
for the climate and culture of your school, for the camaraderie of the kids that you serve every single day. I think LCL can also be the thing that rejuvenates our teacher hearts and gets us excited about walking into our schools each and every day. And while we're on that topic, I wanna thank you for walking into your school every day, for continuing to be a part of this profession, for making an impact on students on a daily basis, and for you creating your own 180 days of awesome. Thank you for doing that, and thank you for living this teacher life.